Hello everybody and welcome to the Anime Summit Podcast. I am Mac and with me I have Som. What's up? What's up? What's up? And I have Nick. What up everybody? And today we are going to be talking about how we rate things and rating scales in general. But before that, how are all of you guys doing? Doing good, dude. Uh, you know... What with all the Kavifs going around? The Kavifs. <laughs> I don't know if I've actually ever heard that word before. Kavif. So that's, yeah. that's Kavif, a new You gotta word. use a hand motion when you say Kavif. You know, like, it's just weird because it was left up there so long. Like, that's the only weird <laughs> thing about Trump it. And that's, why everyone's make, that's why everyone's making fun of it. Because it's like, why did, like, because if I had made a mistake in a tweet, I'd just delete it and redo it right away. You know what I mean? In before Donald Trump tweets. That's how we got there. That's how we stay in, Sam, all right? <laughs> Something like that. Or maybe not. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad to hear all of you guys are doing good after I flew up to Minnesota and fixed every single one of you guys' cars. Yeah, dude. Because that's what I do. <laughs> we went I faced Southwest we went to Airlines. and Max just like... And I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna look at the keychains. Once, uh, <laughs> once, uh, that is true though. Like I was talking, I was talking to the guy uh, or what, at uh, O'Reilly's, and Nick was just like, oh, keychain. It sounded like a uh, like the Charlie Brown teacher. It was like, what, 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 what. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So, um, now that we got uh, that shit out of the way. News for the week. News. And back to our anchor, Nick Boner. Nick Boner. This is some deja vu. All right. So, uh, Aramanga Sensei gets its own airplane. Mac was the one who posted that story. Exactly, because <laughs> my little Piper can't be this cute. Apparently... A uh, flight academy out of Nagoya, Japan. Shout out to Nagoya because that is where I stayed at whenever I was in Japan originally. Uh, shout out to Kosuke Kagawa. Um, apparently this flight school out of Nagoya decided that they were going to take one of their Piper airplanes and put it in the livery for... Um, Aeromanga Sensei. So, yeah, if you ever wanted to fly... Um, if you ever wanted to get behind the stick of Saguri, then you need to fly to Nagoya, Japan, and request the PA-46 light aircraft that this certain flight academy has, because that is very important. And you will get to fly around in a plane that has pictures of... Uh, you got elf. You got riding as yeah, Sigiri. yeah. You've got like multiple waifu or emos on there too. On Some of those guys are on there. Multiple waifu potential. So yeah, uh, that's a thing. I don't know really why they did it, but I don't know why we're talking about it. <laughs> because I found it. I found it, and I found it worthy of being talked about. Because fuck you guys. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Air Manga Sensei sucks. Oh, uh, no, no, Sam. It's one of the best non-sequels this season, all right? Put a little respect Even on though, it. Um, no, it's not better. That's not a it's, high bar. It's, <laughs> it's not better than Soccer Request. 
Sorry. It's, it's got more memes and long-term growth potential, so yeah. I'm investing in Aramanga Sensei. Thank you. I mean, it has more... <laughs> so it's a troll show. That's it why. Has, okay. yeah. yeah, I got it. Yeah. It may have more memes, but the long-standing long standing effect of the show It'll is probably not going to be as good as Aramanga Sensei. Well, no. Uh, here's the thing. Soccer Quest is going to be quote-unquote better, but Aramanga Sensei is going to have more of an impact, you know? Everyone will be like... Oh, I need my waifu. And, you know, they're not going to be looking at Soccer Quest, dude. They're going to be looking at some 12-year-old girls in Aramanga Sensei, you know? Soccer Chest, yeah. That one. Oh, my God. That's just how it is, son. <laughs> All right. You got to roll with it. If you can't beat him, join him. Join us nope. um, on the lolly Soccer Chest. No. <laughs> oh, man. No, 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 no. What else we got? What else we got? More news? Uh, PA Works Animator Training Course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. So they, uh, they're they opening up a training course that's like apparently going to be salaried. It's like another way of training animators because like, they had other methods of doing it. People would you know, just jump into animation v- through various means, but now there's like a studio specifically uh, sponsoring their own program. Thank you, based so. PA Works. Yeah. Speaking of Soccer Quest, PA Works. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. And speaking of big news, uh, apparently HBK Euphonium is getting more movies. So if you're like me and you love HBK, then you should definitely check that out because based Kill Annie. And uh, Crunchyroll sure. also added Serial Experiments Lane. If you haven't seen that one yet. It's quite the mind fuck. It uh, delves a little bit into uh, internet culture, or at least what they thought it would be in the late '90s. So it's really cool, and and it's 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 by Yoshitoshi Abe. He did Hibane Renmei and Technolize. So definitely check out Lane. It's great. It's got a good opening too. If nothing else, at least watch the opening on YouTube. It's really good. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Crunchyroll adds Serial Experiments Lane. Look, this is a good anime. I think it's kind of one of those ones where it's like it, you kind of have to it's watch. It's an elitist at least anime, give it, Sam. You can't be elite unless you've seen it. <laughs> give it give it at least three apps. No, watch the whole thing, actually, dude. No, actually, you should probably just watch the Here's whole thing. Here's the thing. Either watch it or don't watch it. Because it's, a, it's, a, it's already like a cult classic. We don't have to decide whether or not it's worth watching. Like We're still talking about it 20 years later. Obviously, it's worth That's watching. True. That's true. That is a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, so, I mean, right. you don't have to like it. Shit, I'm not going to not gonna like come into your house and, like, mm-hmm. you know, stab you or anything as much as, you know, as much so as also, fun. So, also... <clears throat> If you are a frequenter on our anime, they have started their best girl contest. Oh yeah! So if you want to get into the ma- into that massive salt fest, you may. Lane is in the contest, I believe. I believe she's in it. I don't think she's gonna get past the first round because she's not waifu material. But shit, they uh, they're finally they allowed the they like the characters from this year aren't allowed. So everything from last year and above, re zero is allowed now. So. That'll be fun to see Rem. So if you want to be a basic bitch pleb and nominate <laughs> Rem as your favorite waifu, you may, but she's basic bitch cheer. Dude, she's going to beat Holo, and you're going to get salty. Basic bitch cheer. <laughs> she is, I mean, though. you mad? 
I'm not, no. They made a good hype like, video for that. We'll link it in the show notes. Are you saying that to me? Because that's like far from what I am. Like, uh, Sam doesn't have I'm not saying it to you. I'm saying it to all the viewers. Everything. The viewers. Oh, yeah, all the viewers. Yeah, are y'all mad? Yeah, are you, are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> you mad in the show notes. Rem's a basic bitch. I don't know. Rem's not that basic. Well, she is sometimes. <clears throat> There's like four episodes where she was not basic, which is cool, but, you know. Look, she didn't get there by herself. She got there when all the people thought the show was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> toward, the, toward the end of the show, she she got pretty basic, which is pretty stupid. But, um, yeah, there's a part in the middle where she was great. Sure, 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 sure. Just sure. ignore all the flaws around it. <laughs> ignore all the flaws. She did have ignore a lot of flaws. The... She did. Okay, so... um. Uh, a couple more little things. Let's see. We got oh, here. there's. Uh, well, this one's related to the topic. I guess it's not really news. Uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll save that one for later. Never mind. So, I, well, I got one more, and then you you can go ahead. Go ahead. One. But I mean, just the freaking um, uh, the our anime on Reddit the Studio Trigger Patreon update. Yeah, that was uh, leaked recently, like yesterday. Yeah, he because they said something like. He was gonna do. They were gonna do a Patreon. Yeah, they did. And then I think <clears throat> th- now they're finally thinking it's gonna happen or not. Nah. Yeah. So it's it's like apparently it's like one guy at Trigger who's like the spokesman for it, and he just goes on 4chan and tells all the uh, filthy gaijins their plans. So throw your money at Trigger. If you, like if you want Patreon to if you want it to start working from with other studios, then. Uh, you know, maybe throw a couple of bucks their way. Patreon. Right. Because this is another way to get revenue streams into anime, and if we do that, then we'll hopefully get higher quality stuff and not just more stuff, which we already can't keep up says with this the guy, Says the guy who's always like, pirate stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm saying, dude, I want I want more good stuff, not just more stuff. <laughs> so I know, but you're talking about like, you're like, oh, give them money. but Yeah, give them money saying. so they can make more good shit, dude. If I know nah, exactly know, where know. my money's going, then I'm fine with it, yeah. But if it's like, if, you know, if I'm paying for some subpar service that doesn't give me what I need, what I need, then, you know. You know. Oh, I guess that can't take money. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, let's, uh, uh, oh, yeah, the thing you were going to say. What was the thing you were going to oh, say? Oh, that was it, actually, I think. This is re- there's one, the topic. Uh, oh, there's okay. one lower in the list here. You, you can see it under the under the next section. We'll talk about that later. Anyway. Okay. We got the waifu of the week, uh, Mac. Let's go to the waifu of the week. Uh, no, nah, I can do it. Uh, waifu of the week is, uh, is uh, you know what? Since Mac fixed our cars, waifu of the week is the- Some girl from uh, Initial D, dude. <laughs> no, nah, dude. It's the A86 Toyota is the waifu of the week. Yeah, we said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a heads up for our viewers. We we're re-recording this because we had some technical that, difficulties. No, don't worry about it. No, no technical difficulties. It's fine. They gotta know. I'm just gonna say it. Fuck it. Okay, I'm gonna tell Mac to cut that. Why? Out. Who cares? Need to say that. Because <laughs> it's unnecessary. Well, podcasts do that all the time. All right. I know, but then it sounds it doesn't sound genuine now when we when we say shit. Like, it's fine. It's better to it's better to just get it out in the open, you know. Just fart it out a little or bit. Or not say it just at fart all. Fart it out a little bit. Be honest. Or not say <laughs> it at all. 
Is Mac right. there? Mac, are you there? Mac's been of course I am. Mac's been drinking and and has a bit of a hangover going on. So I do not have Don't a hangover. Well, he's got the pre-hangover. Whatever. Don't say that either. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Why? Why would we Cut not say this? this why would we not say this? This is this is relevant to the podcast. Okay, look. So Mac went and drank, and then Mac drank a little bit too much. So life is gonna happen. We are going to do this episode regardless of how I feel. So on to the main topic. Okay. Well, the main <laughs> topic is okay, rating yeah, yeah. systems. As Mac rating systems said earlier. Exactly. Rating systems. So the the thing is is about rating systems is um I think it's pretty common that probably just because like my anime list made it like that, but like um the the common way to rate shows is like on a one to ten scale or whatever, right? But that it poses the question it's like why do we use rating systems? Are they necessary? What do they mean? What factors are the most important when determining these ratings? And things like that. So why do we use rating systems, first of all? Like, why does why does movies get five stars and four out of five stars? And why does anime have... Ten like out of ten. ten and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Why do television shows have two thumbs up, five stars, whatever? You know what I mean? And you can... So why do we use... You can thank you can, Mal for the ten out of ten scale because... That's true. Yeah, Mal Mal uses the ten point rating scale. IMDb which, does that too, if I call correctly. But you are correct. IMDb does as well. But most of our viewers, if they bother with Mal, um, are going to be more familiar with the ten point rating scale. Yeah, I mean, which I feel is if if you're going to go into an anime and you're going to rate it at least halfway subjectively then a 10-point is going to get you further. But if you're gonna just going to be like a complete casual watcher, like, oh, this was pretty great, but this was pretty good, then, you know, a 5-point scale would probably be better for you. Yeah, or even a 3 mm-hmm. or a 4. Um, or just a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah, binary, man. That's all you need. Two points. Binary scale, YouTube yeah. style. And then you got to put a U- YouTube your style, your review yeah. has to be the quality of a YouTube comment when you do that. <laughs> it's good, it's bad. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Look at that tie. It looks terrible. That's a YouTube comment. So why do we why do we use rating systems? I mean, I think my answer would just be like well, we use them to to kind of how what do we what do we say? Like the the to kind of I think it's just kind of us for us personally to to differentiate like how we we what we like and what we don't like and what we thought was good and what we didn't think was good or what we thought was just okay you know it's it's also nice for to have it it's almost like have it recorded so that way if someone asks hey what did you think of this show it's like oh well i gave it a six you know blah blah whatever um yeah it's just a shorthand to different it doesn't replace a review and or the discussion though that's the main thing right um, right 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 you should say like first of all i think it's supposed to if anything, it's supposed to intro to like the discussion. It's just a way yeah, to it label gives, stuff. It gives really. your introductory yeah. opinion about a show because a rating will only give you so much. Yeah, and it's, it's arbitrary ratings, and abstract. Yeah, it ratings the same are based on different people. Ratings know? are highly dependent on who is actually rating the show. 
because, you know, personal bias and personal opinions do come into play in that. Right. So, um, yeah, it's really just are, are they, a, a, a relative so, measure of quality and how much you like the experience, really. That's the rating system. So then the next question is, like, are they necessary? Um I think they are just because it's easy to, like, have it, like, in your mind, like, written down. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, because you kind of need you kind of need a basis to compare one show to another, even though, you know, you may have two shows of the exact same genre, but a lot of times, even though you have two shows of the exact same genre, they're not going to be easily comparable, but still, having that rating system will help you draw the lines between the two of them, at least in your own mind. Right. There are some things that are like that I have on my on my mail that are same scored. But like I know for like Gunbuster and Diebuster, I gave Gunbuster a nine and Diebuster an eight. Just so like when people looked at it because I thought they were both awesome, don't get me wrong. But um I wanted people to know that I thought that I like that I enjoyed Gunbuster that I thought Gunbuster was better when they look at my mail. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I gave one an eight, one an eight, um, or whatever. So. I, I like to look at them as we're still asking if it's necessary. I, I, I think yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's like half necessary. Um, if you're just talking about stuff, if you're like able to talk with somebody about a show, then it's completely irrelevant. Like, if I'm sitting here talking to you about it and be like, well, it's an 8, and you're like, well, it's a 7. It's like, that doesn't fucking mean anything, really. You just got to say, how well do you think it executed on its on its premise? Like, what was it trying to do, and how well did it do it? That's really the, the basis, like, the crux of it all. So a point or, you know, a tier or a letter grade, none of that shit matters in the context of discussion, in my opinion. I think it's just a shorthand way to to sort stuff that you've seen in a way that's like, oh, these are my relative rankings, more or less. Like that's what I that's what I like to use rank the rating systems for. And yeah, right, right, right. and I guess I'll kind of segue into. I I don't think that uh, the numbers. God, we <laughs> we we described this on the other one. Uh, so the numbers. The mail numbers are flawed inherently because the way they describe it on mail, if you click on a, a rating, like a score rating, let me let me click on this really quick. Um, so I'm going to go click on an anime, and it's going to give me like a one-word description of something. So like if they say a five is average, one is appalling, ten is a masterpiece, and so on Very you know, throughout the whole thing. Um, people don't use the scores like that because most mail – ratings are like a seven or a higher and it doesn't correspond to like the percentage it's not or it's not like percent of how well it was was made so like oh this is only f- made 50 percent as good as it could be therefore it's it's a fail like <laughs> five is not a 50 percent five is just you know the the number in the middle that's like the percentile but not how well not it's it's the percentile, not the percent of how good it was made, you know, or how well it was made. At least that's how I see it. So people people don't use them like that on mail. You got and you got to understand that it's they, 
people like to think in terms of letter grades were like, oh, a seven, that's 70%. That's a C. It's like, no, that's not. <laughs> if, if you go by any sort of curve, and we'll, we'll talk very broadly about this because it's, it's hard to do it on a podcast. Um, but like if you, if you watch a large number of shows, the more you watch, the more, the bigger, the number you get, you're going to approach some sort of distribution. So probably it'll be close to some kind of normal distribution with like, a, you know, it, it'll be skewed one way or the other, probably unless you watch everything, then it, who knows how it'll be. But like, People just need to understand that it's not uniformly distributed. It's not like 10% of everything is a 10, 10% of everything is a 1. Because then you'd see all that in every season, right? Or most seasons. So I'm, I'm kind of ranting a little bit here, but you guys have any any like thoughts on those types of things? Yeah, see, I think you're making it too confusing at that point. Like, I feel like... It's easier with images. I'm looking at your profile. Well, I'm looking at your profile, and and we can put this in the, in the show notes, the this link that you provided of your profile and how you rank stuff, and I get what you mean. Um, I just don't think there's really any one way to do it, and I think everyone can agree, that there's not really one way to score something, or or not not something, but there's not really any one way to rate shows. Yeah. And I think for me, I do it in probably the most basic bitch way, which. I don't really care. I just think it's easier for me. But, like, for me, just real quick, like, 10 is, like, awesome. Watch all the time. DVD, Blu-ray. 9, uh, it was great. There might have been one or two things missing that I probably didn't notice until after the fact, but still, it was still good. Uh, 8 was pretty good. There could have been some stuff that was missing that I did notice while watching it. Seven is 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 good. Six is like I enjoyed it. I probably won't rewatch it. And then five is like, yeah, I enjoyed it while I watched it. It was okay. And then four, three, two, one is like worse, even worse, horrible, garbage. So like I don't know. Like <clears throat> I always think of it like I guess I think of it like when you're at the doctor, you know, and they're like rate your pain one to ten, you know, like ten being like I'm dying, you know, and then nine, whatever. Like I, I kind of think of it like that, I guess I don't. And that being said though, that being said, I, I do often find myself changing scores on mail when I watch something else. That's like, okay, like, okay, this season's over. It's time to go to my mail and, and do stuff. And it's like, Oh, you know what? This anime did this better than this anime did last season. So I'm going to lower this one a little bit, you know, I find myself doing that because um, it's kind of like, I guess, like in some one way that Nick described it is that it's supposed to be like a ranking. That's all it is. I mean, the number in my – a 10 corresponds to a, uh, an S – double S tier for me. A 9 is an S tier, 8 is an A tier, 7 is a B tier, so on. I don't think that the numbers are like percentage of how well it was done because that's totally arbitrary and you can't really measure that. Um I just put it in, like, I just like to clump and group them, right? So I'm like, these are the best of the best. See, these are the worst of the worst. I'm kind of I'm kind of different than that because if I see a show that fully executes what it's going out to do, like as far as story and plot line and everything, um, if it does whatever it sets out to do very, very well, 
then yes, it can get a 10 from me. But even then, you know, certain it's not 10s. Yeah, certain 10s. <laughs> I don't think anything's me, perfect. I've never seen At least for me, <laughs> I can rate in my mind certain 10s higher than other 10s. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. Just because right. and that that goes back to personal enjoyment and personal rating scales. But, you know, I don't think it's fair to say, you know, certain movies out there or certain shows that out that are out there that have a unique plot premise that may not be as super crazy involved or super crazy deep as some other plot premises that are tens but at the same time i think that they deserve to be realized and that's why i give them a 10 and this goes back to the koino katachi versus um kimi no nawa thing yeah and and i have yeah and i have both of those at a 10 for a very very good reason yeah and another way for you i guess would be like Red Line versus, I don't know, some other show you gave a 10, like Madoka Magica, or I don't know if you gave that on a 10 or not. Let's just use that for sake of argument. Red Line has very basic themes. It's not it's not asking too much of the audience to understand it and, and analyze it, really. You're just you're just in it for the ride, um, and it's, it's awesome. And you could say it's a 10 out of 10 based on how well it executed that, of just being rule of cool, being fun and exciting and well animated. And then Monica Magica has has like these these you know interesting layered themes going on. There's there's some subversion going on and and it's it's got some stuff to dissect. So you could say that it has more depth than Redline, but does it, you know, is it is it automatically a higher score just because of that? Yes and no, like <laughs> this is why I don't like to Yeah, do the, because because the exact uh, score, you know. Exactly, because rating scales are something that needs to be dynamic. You can't, you can't um, just give absolutism to one uh, certain category, because there's so many different types of shows out there that it becomes really difficult to score them against certain other shows. So you just have to realize, okay, this is really, really good for what it's setting out to be. And this fully realizes the uh, the plot and the characters and what this show is supposed to be setting out to do. And that's one of those shows that, yes, it deserves to probably be a 10 if it meets all of your personal criteria. And right. in my opinion, <clears throat> even though you may have a show out there that is more complex or a show out there that is more uh, dynamic in its themes that is also a 10, I don't think that having having that dynamic show or that more complex show as a 10 necessarily takes away from the other show that even though it has simpler concepts is also a 10 because even though you have those two shows of varying degrees of complexity even though you have those two it's still a testament to the show and to the writer and to the source material that it uh should receive the 10 in my opinion sure or it could now i do have yeah. a question it depends uh, how you how you 
you know, what, yeah, your, this, what your personal it, preferences yeah, and are. This, like, and this goes back a lot into what you personally view as a 10 or how you personally rate things. Yeah. Okay, That's and that's a, that, that's a good segue into my next thing here. Because, and I know I asked this before, but I'm just, like, just to talk about it again without getting too much in the, like, a, opinion versus what's actually good, whatever, subjective versus objective. Well, there's, there, if we're in the context of rating shows and being a critic here it's there's no objective like truth <laughs> i mean you, you know you can say that you can pick the top of the no, top no, and the bottom and the bottom right. and be no. like well that one's obviously no, I, more well crafted but it's like no i know you're right but there's like, no objectivity they're, they're, of, except for the fact that like oh this was made using this many drawings that's an objective fact <laughs> like that's all we that's as far as we can go though we can't say red lines objectively better than Monica, like you can't say. Okay, that. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say objective, but like general. Your subjective opinion versus like the general consensus about a show. Yeah, that's like, fine. So, yeah, that's. I should have said that, not objective. But so like, it's it's generally true that a lot of people like Cowboy Bebop, right? Yeah, Correct. The consensus is that it's a classic, great show. Yeah, the, the animation's great, the story's great, the characters are great, blah, 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 right? But, like, let's say, like, for me, and I know that we did this in a show trade. I think I traded it to Quokka. Or, yeah, I think I traded it to Quokka. Um, when we did the show trade for Bubblegum Crisis, I traded him Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040, and he traded me something else, I don't know. But like Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040 has got that. Soft it was Idolmaster, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're <laughs> it was right. both shows yeah, you guys which, didn't like. <laughs> I I well, so I enjoyed Idolmaster. I just don't like idol shows so much that I lost enjoyment in that fact alone. But um, see, that's another bias. Like that's another bias I have. Sounds right biased like, is that he doesn't like anime. <laughs> I wish you'd stop I'm saying just, that. I'm just kidding. God, I'm just fucking God. kidding, dude. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're a cracker. Anyway, <laughs> so. Idol Master is anime, Sam. It's all that matters. And Love Live. Oh, I like stuff. Okay. <laughs> I like stuff, okay? You bitch. You shut up. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, so, so what I'm saying, um, like, okay, because, like, obviously, like, I rated Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040 higher than maybe than most people. You know what I mean? Because, like, it, because it, it has a story. It has a premise. It didn't really... But there's a couple parts towards the second half of the anime where it kind of loses its way a little bit. It gets a little, a little the pace, it pace is a little weird, and some some crazy shit happens, and people are like, "What is going on?" You know, but not that it's utterly confusing or anything like that. It's just um, the way it, it kind of played out was a little weird to people. Some things didn't make sense, whatever. But I rated it higher because I I have a bias towards it. I watched it when I was really young. I really loved the ending. Like that last scene, um, I like the whole a group of vigilantes getting in like armor to fight shit, like Simpho gear and uh, things like that. You know, like I'm really partial to that kind of stuff. So like, should I still rate it like with my bias in mind, or should I rate it looking at it from like what people? What, 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 like, what would be, should I rate it lower because it didn't 
make sense in some parts and kind of lost its way a little bit or you know what I mean like should I should I go with like by the book what's good storytelling what's good characters what's good character development or should I just rate it however I want because I liked it you know what I mean like and, what, and, what, where do you draw and the line? I think this is one of those times like you know what you were talking about that you have to be dynamic in the way that you score things I mean because it 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 is literally impossible to compare two shows and objectively draw the line between them and compare them as if they are on perfectly level ground. I mean, it's sure. it's just not going to happen. And I think at this point in time, considering that we are anime podcasters, that um, we have to try and level in a little bit more of the critical analysis of what we do and how we think about things. Sure. In this ex- sure. in this aspect, but I mean, it's always going to come down to what do people think about this show, and sure. I mean, well, and I always say it too. I always like preface it, like I always or preface is it preface or pre? I don't fucking know. I always preface. Just kidding. <laughs> I always post. I always post acid, <laughs> and I always say it with like, okay, so I may have. I may love this a little more than, you know, I may have a... a yeah, 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 and I do the exact now. same thing, too. Whenever I go into yeah. a show that I'm going to uh, hate, you know, a stupid amount more than what I usually do or love a show a stupid amount more than what I usually do, I'm usually going to preface it. Well, I think I think even in our ReZero episode, you kind of even said you were like... Even though the show is still really like dumb, I did go in looking for everything I could to like shit on it at the same time, which in the like the grand scheme of things still didn't really matter because it was still kind of a bad show. It was, and it was. In my opinion, in my opinion, like whatever, but and in Max's opinion, but um yeah, no, I always I always do say that. I always say, well, you know, I did kind of like like Kumamiko, you know what I mean, like it wasn't sa sa <laughs> onigenasai miko san miko san it was an, it was an average show until the ending and then it became great Taya. <laughs> shut the fuck up now like That's the the, only, yeah like look, take if away it didn't look. have that ending i wouldn't even think about it i wouldn't remember it anymore i'll put it that way right it wasn't a good um, ending <laughs> right so take away the ending let's like for the sake of argument take away the ending nick probably thought it was average and I could see why most people think it'd be an average it was kind of average just the best, yeah. slice of anime, but I disproportionately love it because because of uh, Natsu, Natsu the bear, and I because lo- I love bears. Everyone knows that I love bears. I sleep with a stuffed bear, and I have bears. I have a bunch of stuffed bears. Bears are great. Bears are amazing. Every time I watch a video of a grizzly bear, I cry a little bit and laugh, and then I cry some more. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is is yes, I always I always do say that. So. I probably will just keep on rating it like that then, if anything. Because, I mean, at least I know I can explain that to people. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I kind of... Because I, I have no problem admitting that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are people well, out there who try and who try and rate something, and then everyone else is like, no, the show I sucks. I mean, it's a form of... And they try and... Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go I ahead. was just Sorry. saying all that stuff is like a form of uh, cognitive bias, where you're just... You're so set on... Um, on, on a particular way of reasoning, line of reasoning, and 
you know, you have your own beliefs that, that you just stick to and you find ways to interpret shows Justify in a positive it. light if it has certain aspects that you like. And even even if it's not like you know, as as solid as it could be or as consistent as it could be, you still you know, you still put disproportionate weight on those things. Like and, I, you know <clears throat> I do I do that, you do that, we all do that. Yeah, um a lot of people do that, including me, because I really tried to love Ereka seven AO, but then it turned into shit and then I completely right. shit on it. So, I mean, some shows you're going to be able to say, yeah, that show is shit. But you may have a show every once in a while that you're like, you know what? Screw logic. This show is great. Screw the rules. I have green hair. (laughs) Screw the vagina. I have a vagina. (laughs) Card games on motorcycles. uh, (laughs) I'm just saying there are people like the three of us can do that. You know what I mean? Like we have no problem admitting Oh yeah, you know I disproportionately love or disproportionately hate this show, but there are people out there who will literally try and like defend their shit, and it's like that's cool, man. Stick to your guns, that's awesome. But at the same time, if like ten people are telling you that, nah, you might just disproportionately love it, and the show's actually kind of bad a little bit, then I would like to like if <laughs> you know what I mean. Like if I'm doing something shitty and ten people are telling me do that shitty, I should probably. Well, that's like, a little different like, okay, though, because yeah. that's like a social. <laughs> norm or whatever this is just like what do you i was like? ma- i was using i was i was using an analogy but no no i, mean, I know I well you, yeah. that, <laughs> but but by but with that logic you can be like well i was going around stabbing people and they said i shouldn't do it so maybe i shouldn't do it like okay that's a bad analogy <laughs> but like but what i'm yeah, saying is like if if yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like there are people who will like defend it <laughs> till they die you know what i mean there are people who will defend sword art online dude best show ever made Right, it's really good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. They're I like the premise. They're in this. a video game, dude. They're playing a game. It's He's got a, trap. a bunch of white moves. Look at it. I guess it's I'm still slightly soundtrack. confused on. No, I'm just. I guess I'm still slightly confused on why people don't like that show. I don't know. It's be, it's because the writing's bad. Just watch the mother's basement videos. He he makes his living off of that show. <laughs> Yeah, no, like it, it's like his his worst kept secret. It's like he's like if you want to make if you want to get a lot of views on YouTube, just just put Sword Art Online in the video, and cha ching. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess I just oh well. Anyway, I don't want to get. Out I, I know that. why, Sam. I, I I explained it because it looks good and it has a cool premise. That's why it's good. But if you look past that, then I'm not gonna get into a discussion about it. But if but you know if if you look at the details, then it's bad. But that's all I'll say about it. Um, or it's maybe not bad, but it's not good. I don't know. Anyway, hey, I got shows like that. School Days, bro. You all know how much I love that show. God. It has a lot of a lot of bad moments, but goddamn, those good moments. I gave it a high score. I don't care. <laughs> like, I mean, that's good. I mean, as long as we can, you know, say that. I don't know. But... <clears throat> Also, I think it's really important to, like, when I say stick to your guns, like, definitely do that, too. You know, like, don't, I mean, you don't have to look at everything super, like, like, you don't have to rate, like, if you like a show and every anti-tuber or even us are saying that it's bad, I think. Try to convince us that it's good. Make a good argument. Try convincing us if it's good, and then if not, then at the end of the day, 
uh, golden rule. You like what you like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, then no one can As long as you, you don't, like, try to push it on everyone else, you know? Like, you got to, you know, rein it in a little bit. Like, don't try to force Kimi no Nawa down my throat every single week. <laughs> Kimi no Nawa update. Yeah, Maybe shout out to somebody. No, like, <laughs> shout out to that one guy, yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, I, I, I can kind of see that. I kind of I feel you on that a little bit. Because, I mean, like, uh, if anything, if I rate a show high and a lot of people, other people don't, I'll, I mean, I'll say my piece, and then you take that however you want. I'm not going to say it again. You know, it's like you just kind of rate it whatever, according to your, as Mac put it, according to your personal criteria and as long as you're con- i think that's another thing that's important to yeah you your say, own personal is that, is, criteria should be uh logically consistent like you can't just be given yeah that's what i was gonna say yep you can't like rate two relatively equal shows like way different scores or whatever like i'm trying to think of i don't know like let's say you have two cute girl doing cute thing shows and they're for all intents and purposes they're basically equal but then you give one a 10 and you give another one a five and it's just like, well, that one had a better bunny in it. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, Goat Yusa is a masterpiece, well, a but still. <laughs> Chino, best girl. Yeah, the one anime had a pink-haired chick and the other um, one didn't. Yeah, so. So the, anno- the, the one anime was called Asterisk War and the other one wasn't. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But, uh, Ass War. Great uh, show. <laughs> but, um, great show. But, like, I, I can think <laughs> of a The greatest shows. show. So I think, and let me ask you this. Let me just ask you guys this. Just so this is for you two personally. Like, I mean, it doesn't really. I mean, it'd be cool to see what our fans think too. You no, nah, fuck in the what they think or whatever. No, but, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> please don't alienate our viewers. <laughs> like, no, it's the cognitive bias that. right, right there. <laughs> Confirmation <laughs> bias. I mean, but uh, like, I think one thing that always ends up kind of affecting my score a little bit. In some shows, maybe more so than others, just because, like, obviously, Slice of Life don't really count as much as others do when it comes to this. But the ending, I think, tilts my score. Yeah, that's true for, for everybody. Sure. If you watch a movie and I have, like, a crazy ending. I'm I'm big on that, too, because I, I have said from the get-go that I place a stupid amount of bias on the ending. And that's for the simple fact that, in my mind... If you're going to dedicate all of this time to watching a show, then you are going to want the ending to satisfy you. Yeah, you're you going want it to, to be want. Cathartic. Yeah, you're going. To, you're going to want to feel that you have been fulfilled, and that the show was worth watching. And that is why, in my opinion, the ending is one of the most pivotal, most important parts. It's paramount, of right, of Mac? It is paramount. Yes. Oh, God. Just Shout like out the to movie Glass Reflection. Stereos. <laughs> um, it is tri. Yes, it is tri-star pictures. It, I mean, look, I the, the only reason I'm going to disagree with that a little bit, but like, I, I on a gut feeling level, like I agree because it's the it's the most recent thing you've seen, and that's why if you go, look at the Crunchyroll awards that happened earlier this year, Yuri and Ice cleaned up because it happened in the fall, and that's it's it was more fresh in people's minds. So like anything that's more fresh in your mind is going to have a bigger weight. But if you go back and rewatch something, um, you'll see, you know, the you'll see every every other part of the other aspect of the show, like the beginning, the middle, the end. And let's say the beginning and the middle are great, and then the ending is mediocre. So what? Does that mean the show is a fucking three out of ten just because the ending wasn't perfect? Like, 
fuck no, that's stupid. Like that's literally fucking no, retarded. I don't, like, I don't believe I don't believe that an ending should have that much weight over a show to give it a three out of ten. Like if it the beginning is the most ending. important. If you can't get through the beginning, then you're not gonna fucking finish the show. So that's even more important than the ending. I think. Yeah, that's but that's they're true. all important. You, know, you I mean, need it, you need a good yeah. you need a good hook at the beginning to get you interested. But even then, you know, you have people who gravitate towards certain subjects more than others and certain themes more than others. And at the end of the day, those that have already completed, you know, the first, you know, major part of the series, they're going to want to feel that uh, that ending catharsis. They're going to want to feel the ending the ending part of the show to give them closure and to make them feel like yeah this was time well spent i mean i i'm going to i'm going to put like the biggest counter argument ever right there the biggest counter argument to the ending is paramount is the show called the wire it's it's an early 2000s uh show that that came out on I think hbo and the ending was good and all that, but it wasn't the whole point of the show. Like, it, it was almost like a cyclical type ending. It wasn't, I don't even remember the ending to The Wire, but I know that I think it's one of my favorite TV shows. I think it's one of the best ones ever made. And I don't even fucking remember the ending. Like, it doesn't matter that much. Well, that's why, that's why I said before I, before I started on this whole thing about endings, that's why yeah. I said, like, obviously for some shows it's not going to matter as much as others. I mean, like you a know. slice of life. The Wire is weird. The Wire is like this this drug war type show. It's not an anime. Um, but it's almost like a slice of life right. in a way because it's like a documentary style. It just follows a bunch of people in a realistic fashion. And it's – I think you already said that. It doesn't matter as much in slice of life. But, it, I mean, that's the thing. Like depending on the type of story um, – the ending could matter more or less. So, yeah, it just, it's just – it's like the types of stories are – they have that that effect on it. I I don't think that it should matter. I don't know. This isn't the whole podcast about just the ending, but I don't I don't think one little area of the story should hold more weight than the work as a whole. And um, let's see. <laughs> you can just look well, at anything. If the ending affects though. If the ending affects the work as a whole, then that's part of it. Yeah. And, and and that would be it's, a negative ding on it is, if it's bad. The ending is same thing with beginning. Same the thing. The ending with is not just a. I'm just saying the ending is not for some shows, is not just a little part in the and, whole show. And the problem with it's, this is like look at Kogias R2, it ha, it's a shit show in the middle of the of the um, <clears throat> season, but the ending everyone says is great. I I don't exactly 100% agree with that, but let's just say that it's great. But at the same time, the beginning and middle were a fucking clusterfuck. And somehow it's like top, I don't know, top 20 on Mal right now. It's ridiculous. How like, could you say How could you say it's a clusterfuck? I mean, look back at Table Coon. <laughs> was that season one? I don't know which season one that was. In any case. Just look back at Table Coon. You guys are right that people place far too much importance on, on one little area of the show, the, the ending. Like, oh, the ending, blah, blah, blah. It's just... I don't think that should factor. I don't think that should be the biggest factor in rating a show. Like I think that's. I wasn't saying. I wasn't saying that it is the biggest factor. I'm saying it does. It, it can tilt my score possibly. Is yeah, all I'm saying. I mean, and I'm saying it does tilt my score. And it's not. It's not just some little part of the show with some shows. It it could be all of it. Because like, 
if you have an ongoing story, an ongoing premise, it's going through the whole, you're going through the motions just to get to this part. It's not just a little part of the show. It, it could, it could potentially ruin or make the show. In this case, Kumamiko is a great example, even though that's a slice of life. That's a weird example. And School days is a great example. There Actually, that is a pretty good example because in the whole aspect of Kumamiko, you want uh, Machi, you know, she wants to move out and, you know, do her own thing in oh, the yeah, city. And then the the ending was just a giant mishandled cock tease and it was like, nope, we are going to break Machi psychologically and she's going to stay in this town forever. And not and no one learned a damn thing, because Natsu got what he wanted. Machi well, the creators learned to wanted. delete their Twitter <laughs> and take it off their resume. <laughs> that yeah, was funny. That's absolute garbage. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, the way I look at it is that tilted my score hardcore on that show. To to move away from the ending uh, topic a little bit. I like to judge shows on whether or not they're going to stand the test of time. Like, how how good was the literary performance? Like, how well did it execute on its premise? And th- there's a there's a cool uh, little article on. It's on the the Star Wikipedia classification. It, it shows it's it tells about this one guy uh, named O'Brien. I don't know the history of him, but anyway, he has a good quote. He says. He he awards he has like a three star system instead of he doesn't do like a ten point he just has stars right it's kind of like Michelin stars almost most things don't get any stars because they're just it's like a regular restaurant right he's he gives you know he gives one star to something that stands the test of substance or or the test of form and he gives two stars to to something that are that to those that have test of substance and the test of form. And they have greater distinction. Three stars to the things with the highest distinction. And they have... Everything is closely woven. And it, it, it it's creatively so strong that they're... That those types of stories should be preserved, basically. That's what he's saying is his like highest ranking for stuff. And that's like kind of how I see it. Like, if I'm going to give something a 10 on Mel... That's how it's got to be. It's got to be like the best of the best. Like this should be archived in in a fucking museum or something. <clears throat> Not just, oh, it was great. I laughed a lot at this comedy. It's a 10 out of 10. I mean, it could be, but it's just it's like it has to be it has to like it has to be like almost not quite life altering, but you know, it has it has to like really affect how I think sometimes for me to give it the highest scores. And if it doesn't, then I'll give it somewhere below that. Um, I guess I'm just arguing why I don't give everything, I don't give very many 9s or 10s, because they have to get to that top tier level that's, you know, classic tier, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I give a lot of 7 and 8s. Yeah, most people do. Well, I've I've since then started to like I've turned some of them down to like sixes and fives and and some more later on. Sorry to, to interrupt really quick. I know I, your your system seems to be really heavily weighted on how much you want to rewatch something. How much? How what? much you want to rewatch something? Like what's the rewatch value? And that's how you tend to score things, at least from my perspective. 
which is fine. I'm not judging it. I'm just mm. saying, like, I mean, rewatch value is is a part of it, sure. But I think for me, I guess it's how it affected me. Like how did how the characters, the characters, the, the characters, of the story were in, the development, the art, and the style of animation. That just all of it, the just the normal basic stuff as a whole. How did it make me feel? Right, like, like Luluco's story. Right, it's a short. I know you're going by by but, feel by um, what is it? Emotion rather than like th- how much made you think. Right, you'd rather have something make I'm you going feel something by, than make you. Think I would something. say. I would say. I would say I'm going half emotion, and half. Like, okay, so was this executed well? Did they do this well? I would say. Well, no. I would say, like, 40 emotion, 60, how well did they do this? How well did they execute it? Kind of thing. Right? Because, like, if Kimi no Nawa was animated differently, maybe I would have rated it a little lower because the animation would have been higher. Or (laughs) higher. If it was better. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I would say it's like, I would say it's like forty emotion, or no, I would say this. There, there. I don't think there should be a concrete way to put it because you you have. I know, yeah, no, I'm just fifty five, forty five. Like you have to be dynamic whenever it comes to things like this. You have to be able to realize, okay, you know this show doesn't fit into my predetermined criteria perfectly, I'm going to have to score it a little bit differently. Yeah, and I have a, the perfect example for that. Um, to step on your toes a little bit. Uh, Angel's Egg. We talked about this earlier in a previous episode, but Angel's Egg <clears throat> totally breaks the mold for my and it does, system. And it does. And because there's is, no story. That is a perfect example. There's because, almost no characters yeah. either. It has yeah, like nothing. <laughs> but I gave it a you, ten. Like, like even though even though I didn't like Angel's Egg, like, period, I did not yeah, care for not, it whatsoever. Not, not many people will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you have to sit back and think. How do I rate Angel's Egg? It's because I mean, it's it just, does not conform yeah. to any of your predetermined criteria and. That really is the perfect example for this episode and for rating in general. You have to learn to be dynamic in how you rate things. Like, there cannot be a clear-cut way to do this. Um, It's going to have to be determined off of your basic opinion of how the show has been done. And this is why, um, coming full circle here... This is why I think that um, a lot of the arguments that spring up over how people rate shows, they can probably be attributed mostly to people being stuck up in their own way of rating, but they don't really sit back and realize that other people may have different opinions about that certain show. And if they just take a second to... Listen to what they have to say about it instead of immediately bashing it, then they can actually learn from them and be like, oh, I didn't really consider where you were coming from in this. And yeah, it can actually change yeah, you your can, enjoyment yeah, of the show. Yeah, you can grow from that. And 
I think that is a very, very big part of rating shows. Uh, you should never get completely caught up in how big you are or how uh, how many people are following you. I'm looking at you, the big anime YouTubers. Um, well, they're trying to make should, money, so it actually matters. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to make money, yeah. Well, I mean, us. some of them are doing pretty well, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, some of them are doing pretty well. It's like by, their source of living for a by, few of them. But, but yeah, by analyzing so every little tiny tidbit point of, of, of sort out online. <laughs> yes, exactly. Dude, that's how they that's how they make money. Like they got to they got to sell out a little bit, but yeah. yeah, but if you if you take a step back from everything and look at it, you know, with a halfway clear sense of mind, you'll realize that at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is what do you think about the show. It really is. Well, yes and no, because well, you already described no, it earlier it, there. But you it said is, you have to listen is, to other people, right? And, and I mean, and at the end of the day, though, even if you know you go and read these other opinions and they don't change your mind, it still comes down to what you think about the show. Yeah. And that can be said for if but you, you go You have into, to be open-minded and willing into, to hear out someone else's argument on something or their analysis. Because if you're just going to look at something and not and just close your eyes and ears to all the other analysis, then you're not, I don't think you're getting the, the whole big picture necessarily, unless you're some kind of genius because everybody misses stuff, even from their favorite shows. Like it yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. So it's important to be able to be open-minded and to be able to listen to other people at least some of the time. Yeah. And I, and I agree 100% with that. Um, you you have to be open to criticism on how you rate things if you're even going to seriously attempt to take your rating scale or your mal seriously. You have to be able to look into things and investigate and determine if, you know, maybe you missed something about a show. Um, you've got to learn to be open-minded. And I think that is the big picture and the big message that we should probably bring with this episode is that, yo, learn that your asshole stinks just as much as everybody else's and learn to take or criticism. <laughs> yeah, learn to take criticism. If you and eggs. Yeah, and learn learn from your own mistakes and learn from others' mistakes. And just right. try and form the best opinion that you can in your mind about a certain show, you know. That's all of what this comes down to. Yeah. I guess for my final thought, I just, I just made a lot, bunch of lip smack in there. That was <laughs> annoying. Uh, for my final thought, I just want to point out a couple of cool little, little resources. Um, there's a site called graph.anime.plus. We can link in the show notes. It, it uh, gives you a lot of cool information and stats about your MyAnimeList profile. So it shows you what you rated shows. It gives you a little bar graph showing that and you know what you've seen how it compares to the average mouse scores etc it's really cool a little tool to just see where you're at with your rating system and um one other one more resource is uh reddit it's like my but they they take um instead of the my like the huge swaths of people on my anime list they take whoever opted into the into the reddit anime list 
and they use their scores instead. So you're going to get a different top list instead of seeing, you know, certain shows aren't on there. Gintama's still on there. They didn't didn't actually, like, do the thing where they got rid of or they combined all the entries, which they should. But <laughs> they should because there is no reason stupid. for there is no reason for that many iterations of the Gintama season. It's to hold one that franchise. Count it as one franchise. Put it in the top ten. I don't care, but I don't need yeah ten, 10 exactly. fucking things for it. Um, and yeah, and, and then what, okay, one more really cool thing that's just cool to look at is there's we can link in the show notes a there's a top ten Mal image going around. It's from uh, the past 10 years, so 2006 to 2016. And it shows, like, kind of a cool little progression of what's what's on the top 10 of Mel over the past Every 10 year. years. Yeah, each year. So <laughs> you, you'll see what happens before the Gintama Plague <laughs> covers everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, it's a good show. It's just like, God damn it, Mel. Fucking code that shit better. Like, how hard is it to do that? It can't be that hard. It really can't be that hard. Seriously. No, it can't. I mean, it's probably harder than I think, but you know, whatever. So, so on that, uh, uh, I'm and saying that my <laughs> final thought would be, you know, it's it's going to be hard to really sit back and try to objectively compare everything you think about with everybody else because you're immediately going to think, hey, my opinion is better than yours. But you know, at the end of the day, I think the anime community can benefit more from actually having forward moving discussions about things like this especially in the rating uh area because you know there's always going to be a lot of disagreement in the rating area all you have to do is look at what people think about their quote unquote waifus um that is pretty much the epitome of rating differentials but uh, yeah, that's that's my final thought. You know, learn learn to learn from others. You know, learn from your peers. That's the big thing. Uh, I have a lot of senpais. My <laughs> final thought is, uh, you know, as long as you stay consistent with your personal criteria and you don't, you know, at the end of the day, it's anime and you like what you like. Don't take it too per- too, too personally and. I think uh, rating, like like Nick said earlier, it's just it's just a thing to kind of record stuff. You know, it, it doesn't contribute to the actual discussion and things like that. I think you keep those things in mind. You can just rate shit what you rate shit, like what you like and do what you do. Yeah. So it's all gonna be good. Yeah, and that is perfectly true. Um, couldn't have said it better myself. So. On that bombshell, I have been Mac, and with me, I have had Sam and Nick, and we have been the Anime Summit Rating Podcast. That's a 10. Like and sub, that's a 10. That's a 10. That's a 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10 podcast. You guys have seen that video, right, where the guy's eating ice cream? And 9 out of 10 needs more Sam. I'll link it, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs>